Happy Monday, guys. I am literally, right now, I have two pillows crunched up on my microphone <laughs> um, because there are seagulls are going nuts at the moment where I am. Um, just because when the high winds in Brighton, they pick up, the seagulls just go crazy. And I don't know if you know you can hear that, but let's hope you can't. And if not, it's going to be a little bit of a seagull esque episode. So we're going with it. Um, so today I'm going to deep dive into how to stop living for others and start living for you. A huge deep dive into this. I lead examples and a strategy of how you can stop living for other people and how you can start living for you. And this is an episode you will not want to miss. So without further ado, guys, let's begin. Welcome to your Life Unleashed podcast with me, your host, Clarice Harrison. This podcast is to help you make your one-time offer of a life worth living for. Join me for all things mindset and life transformation, where your dreams finally become your reality. Let's unleash your life. So what do I mean by living for others? Examples of living for other people include, what do you think I should wear? I'm happy to do whatever you want. My parents told me I had to do this. Should I buy this? What do you think? If you don't have a dessert, then I won't. I don't want to be the only person having one. I have to ask you guys, where is the power in this? Exactly, there is none. And it's absolutely gutting that so many people don't feel secure in themselves to make choices for them. It's really, honestly, and how often have you been in a situation at dinner or at lunch or at a party that you've heard this or you've been around your friends who have said things like this? And it's just like, where is their power? Like, I have also fall, fallen to this as well. Like, I used to do this all the time. I've actually used examples of what I used to say. And I look back now and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I don't do this anymore because it's exhausting and it's incredibly draining. So... Also, you need to be careful like when you say it's okay, when it's not okay. You know, when someone says, oh, is that okay? And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. But secretly deep down, you're like, no, it's not. It's not okay. You know, you don't speak up about it because you're worried about how they are going to react to you. You have to speak up if it's not okay. And that's, it's, it's acceptable. Your feelings are valid. Everything you feel is valid. Um, yeah, and it's basically not doing things that you want because you're worried about judgment of others. This basically means that you're more worried about what other people think of you rather than taking action for yourself over them. Regardless, guys, you should always come first. If you're not comfortable, then don't do it. Yeah? Stop people-pleasing. It's honestly one of the most exhausting traits ever. And by doing this, who are you leaving behind? Who are you abandoning? Who are you not showing up for first? isn't it obvious? It's you. You are abandoning yourself. You are leaving yourself behind when you are constantly asking what others want, what they want to do. Honestly, you put yourself last and that's not okay. It's really not okay. And it's the worst thing actually you could ever do to yourself. And it's all about finding your power or even claiming your power back, okay? Just because you start showing up for yourself doesn't mean down the line you might accidentally go back into the people-pleasing traits. I've been there, totally get it. We've all been there. And the true prison, honestly, guys, is within your mind. You can actually rewire and start showing up for yourself and find what works for you. So I'm actually going to share a mindset hack for you. So you can do this 
by writing down a list. So first you'll write energy booster on one side to the left and then the next one to the right side you'll write life suckers. These are just my examples. You can write happy or sad, it doesn't matter. I just think these are quite cool. And then you'll write things like that sets your soul on fire and that makes you happy. And then on the other side, you'll write things that will drain you and make you feel very flat. Okay. This will provide you with clarity that next time you're in a situation, you can redirect yourself to protect your energy. So for example, maybe a family member is a life sucker to you. So what can you do to, to stop, obviously, allowing them to take your energy? You can limit the time that you spend with that person. You're not necessarily cutting them out, but you can honestly limit that time. Or are you always accepting overtime, so any additional extra hours, but you're feeling burnout and miserable, but you say yes every single time? What can you do to stop saying yes to every single overtime? Well, obviously, get to learn how to say no. You know, yes, we need the money. I get it, guys, totally. But sometimes even just that one day of being, you know, recharging is going to benefit you so much in how you feel and think every day. And maybe one of your energy boosters is actually dancing, you know, a lot more. So you allocate more time for yourself for a boogie to your favorite playlist, or even maybe seeing an old friend that you have a great feeling when you see them and spend time with them. So you allocate that time for them. You know, you meet up with them and make time for that. Just because you start voicing what you want, or need does not make you selfish or rude. It actually means that you love yourself as much as you give out the love to other people around you. And that's totally healthy and okay. If you start living more for you and the people around you don't actually like it, that you're showing up for yourself, it's a true sign that they're not really rooting for you. They're actually using you. You know, they gain something from you. So really take a step back and consider that going forward with your friendships and family friendships as well. And this is a really good way. So I've written these down because this is, I love doing this. There is always a flip side, okay, to people's perspective of you. And I'll throw you some examples. So you might hear people say, they are so bossy and controlling. So we can flip that. Or are they confident and aware of what they want? They are so over the top and too much. Or do they love themselves truly whilst taking up space to inspire others to do the same? Who do they think they are? They are the main character of their life. Every time you don't show up for yourself, the more you start to unlike yourself, yeah? Think of a situation you've said yes to really quickly and that you didn't want to do and how shit and crap you felt after. I have done that before where I've gone, yeah, I'll do all this. I'll do everything for everyone. And then after I'm like, why did I do that? And you start to almost start to like dislike yourself each time you start not showing up. Like it's it's not ideal at all. You know, people will start to respect you when you start saying no and you start voicing what you want because then they're not using you as like a doormat anymore. And it'll work wonders for your lifestyle, okay? And your everyday to day life. Only positives will come from this and you'll find it will make you super resilient as well. So if you also find that you do this automatically and it's too late before you've already basically said yes and and you start people pleasing and saying everything for everyone else, I totally get you. But remember, it's a process that takes time and practice, okay? 
the speed up to be able to fast track yourself to become a bit more clearer so you don't automatically fall in place is meditation okay meditation will allow your brain to become really quickly aware of what isn't serving you of what doesn't feel good to you you start to listen to your intuition more when you sit alone with yourself meditation is a fantastic way to get to learn how to know yourself better as well as love yourself so i really recommend that going forward and yeah you want to slow your mind down right you want to be able to be aware of what you want and your needs. It's it's not great always serving others constantly. And I know that so many of you will resonate with this. And I wish I had some more examples, but these are the examples that I have from previous situations, but also what I've listened to recently. And hence why I wanted to do a deep dive on this subject is because I think it's really easy to say, live for yourself, go forward, show up for yourself. Like, what does that actually mean? What does it actually mean to start loving yourself and showing up for yourself is listening to your needs, is to be able to start making decisions of what you want to wear and not having to ask everyone around you what they think. It's about what you think. It's not about what they think because what they think isn't actually necessarily what you want. Yeah, honestly, it's wild. And I'm so grateful to be able to deep dive into this and it gives me a real sense of a bigger picture of what I used to be like and the transformation of the work that I've done for myself to be able to allow me to be able to not do that anymore is an absolute blessing like I feel so much more confident and purposeful myself because of this kind of work and I would never look back honestly and I think it's just learning isn't it it's unlearning being taught that way as as a young child you know to always people please and share and, and do everything for everyone but actually you can still show up for yourself and still give love and kindness and support to others I'm not saying you just shut everyone out I'm saying that you start to show up for you and your friendships will evolve so much more by doing that okay and um just before <laughs> Um, you know, that's that, honestly, that's as much as I can cover when it comes to this deep dive. Like it's very short and simple, but I think it's the most effective and most powerful. And I just wanted to quickly, obviously, I'm not going to go into it too much because I did upload a birthday vlog, but I just wanted to say I had the best 30th birthday. I was well celebrated. I really appreciate everyone who came down for it. And I think a few podcasts back, I spoke to you guys about one of my biggest regrets was that I didn't hold a tarantula. I had an opportunity a long time ago, I think it was like 2015, to hold a tarantula and I backed out because I was really fearful of it. I I don't want to ever be able to not do something that I fear. Like I like to challenge myself and bring myself out of my comfort zone. And one of the things that I wanted to do for my 30th was hold a tarantula. So I hired a zoo to basically come to my house with my friends over, which I surprised them. None of them had an idea of what was going on. And we all got to hold all these different reptiles, which was so cool. I didn't expect to love the experience as much as I did, but I really, really did. So I was able to hold a chameleon, uh, two types of snakes. Uh, there was a bearded dragon. Um, oh my gosh, like it's it just wild, guys. Absolutely wild. And the last thing they bring out is the tarantula because what they do is they build you in. So they start bringing out the reptiles that aren't particularly very scary or weird looking or whatever. And you get to get to build the confidence as you go. And the last one is the tarantula, 
ready to hold this tarantula towards the end that's the worst one that everyone struggles with and it's because the stigma around when you're younger the spiders are bad you know in movies they portray spiders to be really nasty and like i've said before i feel quite sorry for them and it's the fear and the look of them that scares me the most when i when it was my turn to hold one they had to actually grab my wrist really tightly because if i had if i had like apparently loads of times people flinch away natural like a natural instinct is to move the hand away really quickly but obviously the poor spider could go flying <laughs> on the hand so they have to hold your wrist quite tightly and I just didn't want to see them put it on me so I actually looked away and you'll see this in my birthday vlog I actually like turned my head away because I was like I can't I can't deal with looking at it being on my hand and they just placed it down and the name of the spider was Charlotte of course they've got names love it um, and it was very light. The only way I could describe it, it was very light on the palm of my hand. It didn't feel very heavy, which I expected because you think tarantulas look quite beefy. They look quite big, like and quite heavy. Um, but it was super, super light. And they were like, there you go. It's on your hand. And I was like, oh my God. And my breathing was really rapid. And I was like, you know what? Reminding myself that I'm safe. They wouldn't do this if it wasn't safe, you know? And I remember turning and looking at it and I was like, oh, whoa. And I was just like, oh, and it's amazing how I had that spider, I had the tarantula on my hand for at least, I'd say, three minutes. And it didn't move anywhere, it didn't crawl anywhere, it just sat on my hand. I remember looking at it and all the fear from my childhood, all the fear that was brought up, all the anxiety around it, just went instantly. And we were all talking about this as a group, is how we sometimes, the fear in our minds is actually worse than the actual thing so like maybe you're jumping out of a plane right like the fear build up to that is worse than actually doing it and when you do it you're like oh is that it you know your brain is so powerful in making you believe that it's 10 times worse than it is and when I was holding this tarantula I was like you know what I'm good and my arm relaxed and I was able to look at it closely I was able to film up closely to it and it was amazing absolutely amazing and this is something I bring up often about facing off is, is because I talk about the, you know, unflexible and flexible mind. But when you do visit new locations, when you do new experiences, you become more expansive and your brain starts to build new connections. You start to explore to new things and new places and learn, you know, what sets your soul on fire. And that's why I do what I do is because it's not just the mindset work, like the experience side of it is so important as well. And I'm so grateful that I, you know, found these people, I was able to bring them into my home. And now I can tick it off my bucket list. I've officially done it. I don't regret it anymore. And I get to say I've actually held a tarantula, which is so freaking cool. And I, I'm just so incredibly blessed to have had that opportunity. So I just want to send a massive thank you to the reptiles that not the actual reptiles, but they're, they're called the reptilers in Brighton. And they do, they go actually further out. They said that they visited Southampton. So if you guys are ever interested in having them, I highly recommend it. Don't have to do it for a kid's party or your birthday. It doesn't have to be a birthday for you to do it. I would have booked this regardless if it was my birthday or not. Highly recommend just even if you've got some friends over and you guys are having a cool day, it's such a recommendation for me. It was so, so cool. So much fun. So yeah, I had a really wonderful and inspiring birthday and it was great. And I'm now officially 30, which is so, so cool. And I'm loving it already. But yeah, I hope you guys are well. I hope everything in the, your worlds and what you're doing is really fun and wonderful right now. 
I do just really want to stress um, one more thing before I end this podcast is I recently was like saying hi to people obviously because I've met a lot of people uh this isn't necessarily my friends I went to another birthday party over the weekend that wasn't mine and I was meeting up with lots of people that I haven't seen for about six seven months eight months and instead of being like housework you know that typical like small talk you know house things house everything I like to say what's new you know, hey, what's new? Because it gives the person that I'm speaking to the opportunity to tell me something that they're interested in with what's happened with them instead of me allocating it to, oh, you know, how's work? Because they might not want to talk about work and that's fine. And when I asked people, and I'm not going to obviously list names, when I said, you know, what's new with you guys? How have you been? What, you know, what's new? That I got so many of the same responses were, oh, not much, just working. I haven't seen these people for like six, seven, eight months. And when I say to them what's new, they say nothing much, just work. Nothing different, nothing's changed, just work. And I was like, (sighs) it's sad. It's honestly really sad. Work is great. I'm not slating work. We all love work, right? If you love your job, it's great, it's beneficial. We have to work, okay? I get it, totally get it. We have to work, we have to do all these things to be able to in order to survive as part of life. And I love work, okay? But also, you do need to have some fun as well, guys. Okay? It's all work and no play. And it makes me just really sad that people are just only working for their life. You know, if they're going to do that in eight months, who says they ain't going to do that in five, ten years' time where they're just working? Like, allocate some time away. Yeah? So when they say that to me, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That sounds fun. And (laughs) Sarcastically, obviously. And I say, you know, have you thought about going away soon? And they go, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd love, you know, we've recently spoke about this. Maybe we might do this in September. And then they end up never doing it. So I really hope that you've heard me say this because I'm a good constant reminder of you to be like, work is great. Work is wonderful. But also you need to be living. Yeah, you also need to be doing things that set your soul on fire. You don't have to do expansive, crazy experiences. But if you are aware of things that really fulfill your mind and body, start doing them more. Yeah, like, you know, when do it as if like someone's about to ask you, how have you been? What's new? You actually have something you can talk about. I don't want to be talking about work with everyone every single time I see them. And what was wonderful is that when we did the reptiles, I was meeting all these people, we were showing them the videos and it was wonderful. You saw all the people's faces light up and they're like, oh my God, wow, is that a chameleon? That's so cool. Oh my God, you held a tarantula. How was that? And it just, it's a great conversation starter and it's really expansive and it inspires other people to do the same. Yeah. And that means the same for you. Like when you start doing it, you can start to show up and tell people what you've been up to instead of the typical boring work discussion. Like I just, I can't. (laughs) I really can't. It's sad. Okay. You're on this planet. Yes, to work and and be able to build a lifestyle for yourself, but also have some fucking fun. We've been indoors for two bloody years. You know, isn't there somewhere you want to go and visit? Isn't there something you want to go and do? Then do it. And I'm going to slay this down now. This is a common thing that I've, I keep getting from others as well. You don't know what you want to do. Okay, so you're hearing this from me now and you're going, yeah, that's great, Clarice, but I actually don't even know where I want to visit or what I want to do or who I want to become. I don't know. You can, okay? I promise you, it's so normal. When you don't sit with yourself, of course you don't know. Of course you're not going to know, okay? 
highly recommend my ebook. This isn't me trying to sell anything to you right now. I'm generally just DM me and I'll send you my page. I don't care. My ebook contains 250 experiences on there that you can read through and whatever feels right for you, you're like, that's a fuck yeah. Oh my God, I want to do that. You can then allocate that to your life. Yeah. You can start to look at it and go, oh no, no, I want to do that this year. And then like make it happen. Yeah. And then the mindset work, if you generally want to build on yourself, you want to become a better human being, come work with me, have a coaching call with me. Literally, I will help you reprogram. I will help you get to the level of absolute satisfactory. I promise this is what sets my soul on fire is getting other people to live a true, authentic life. Like it makes me feel insane when I know that you guys are expanding yourselves because you've come and worked with me. It's the best fucking feeling in the world. I'm not here just to do this Ned Nelly. I'm not here sat here because I fancy doing it. I'm doing it because it's my soul's purpose and I'm drawn to help and support you and assist you with your life. So let's crack it open. Let's fucking go and have some fun. Let's do it. Why not? Why the fuck not? What are you going to lose? What have you got to lose? <laughs> your, your doubts, your limiting beliefs and your fears. Bye. See ya. You want to feel expansive, fun, and that you're living your life for absolute pure joy? Come and make it happen, guys, honestly. Anyway, that's enough from me. There's my deep dive. That's my little updates on my birthday as well. I hope you guys are so well. Cannot wait to speak to you again next week. Honestly, I love doing this podcast so much. So many of you are listening now. It's actually so wild. So I'm so grateful for every single one of you who are dedicating your time to listen to me and, and just to be able to expand yourselves. It's wonderful. I honestly share so much love and light to you, whatever you are up to, whatever you are doing. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.